Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. I'm Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, and I'm so happy you're here today uh, because I'm going to talk about one of the most pressing issues uh, for my clients, and that's dating and finding the one. My clients want to know why they continue to find people who aren't their ideal mates, people who aren't ready to commit to them and have monogamous relationships and, and even people who betray them. And their frustration and pain is palpable and they want relief and they want it fast. And so uh, I wanted to talk to you today about how to date smart. What are your conditions? How, how do you navigate the, the, uh, the road of dating and, uh, and relationships? And just to share with you that I, I struggled for many years of my life to figure out how to date smart and to find my perfect mate. And it took me a long time to finally meet this amazing man, but I did. But I want to be clear with you. I went through hell to be where I am now. Uh, so I know the struggles I get. I get the feeling of desperation and the wanting and the wanting and not understanding why the right person hasn't come into your life. Uh, the thing with me, I had to do a lot of work on myself to position myself to be in the right emotional and psychological state to receive him. Uh, it took longer than I expected. It was a long time. That doesn't mean it's going to be long for you. But um, by the time that I was, I, I was in that uh, position uh, emotionally, uh, he appeared when I least expected it. And the bond was instant. And it's been wonderful. Uh, that said, I know that my listeners, including you, want to know the secret to dating smart, right? There's got to be some things that people do that uh, help them navigate dating in a smart way. And you want to know what you're doing wrong. Maybe you already do, but maybe you really don't because you, maybe you're doing the same thing over and over again and you think it's good, but it ain't working out. And maybe you want to, uh, you, you need to know what to keep doing that you're doing right, uh, so that you can be on the path to find your best mate. And, you know, I, I hear a lot of times people want to understand what's blocking them from love, why they haven't experienced the relationship, um, that they've wanted to, uh, and instead they've experienced all the wrong relationships. I get it. Trust me, trust me. And, and that is why I am committing to teaching you everything I know about how to date smart and how to have the most wonderful love relationship that you could possibly have. Well, this brings me to a client's story. So recently I had a client of mine halfway break up with her boyfriend of two years. When I asked her to, ref to reflect on the relationship, as well as the kind of man that she ultimately wanted, she clearly told me that, uh, you know, she knows her, that her kind of ex-boyfriend was not her ideal partner. And I asked her, I said, well, you know, well, why is that? How do you know? She said, well, he was immature, unmotivated, defensive, and self-centered, to name a few of his less refined qualities. It doesn't mean he didn't have good qualities and he didn't have fun, but overall, this was her summary of her guy. 
Um, but they'd been together for a while and she was heavily invested in the relationship. Um, and many times, you know, my client, she talked about her fears of not finding somebody special to spend the rest of her life with. In fact, she finally admitted that this was one of the reasons why she was staying in this relationship because she, she didn't know if she was going to be alone. And for many people, the fear of being alone and, the, and feeling lonely tethers them to unhealthy romantic partners and keeps them grounded in unhealthy relationships. It's as if you can't seem to bear life on your own without companionship because it means that you're going to have an unfulfilling life, like you won't be complete. And I'm going to tell you hands down, y'all, that could not be farther from the truth. You see, the most important thing you can do is to be able to live life on your own. Have your own profession, business or job. Be financially stable. Have your own group of friends and have your own sense of self-respect so that no matter what happens in your relationships and in your life, you can stand on your own two feet solidly. I know too many people who don't know how to be by themselves. It's actually very sad. And it is the key. It is the key to drawing in that ideal mate. It's painful being alone and and it's anxiety provoking. And because being on your own feels so difficult, sometimes people will jump into sex too quickly in relationships. You may place expectations on a relationship you know, that you're in ones like, you know, I need to be in a relationship to be fulfilled. And you might believe that if, if you only had a dating partner in your life, you know, your other half, then you'd feel complete. And the trouble with putting all of that pressure on a relationship and the person you're dating is that you don't have a true sense of yourself. So you give your power away to the idea of a relationship. The, thing, you, the things that you think it might uh, bring you, or you put all this pressure on the other person and you give them all the power to hold all of the cards in the relationship and the power in the relationship. And when you do this, when you put power in somebody else's hands to determine your life, your future will feel totally vulnerable to the decisions and actions of the other person And you're not going to have any decision-making power in the relationship. You're going to feel like you have to do or be or have things that aren't true for you in order to sustain the relationship. And that is the worst position that you could put yourself in. That will not bring your ideal mate. It will bring you a warm body and maybe somebody to go do some fun things, but it will not bring you that love of your life. So if you're battling with some of the demons in your past, Maybe you've had a very tough upbringing with parents who constantly fought and who didn't teach you about how to be in a healthy relationship and how to have self-worth. And maybe you did have parents uh, who had a loving relationship, but you didn't develop your independence and confidence when it came to decision-making in your life. Maybe you spent your entire life pleasing others, afraid to stand in your truth. And maybe, unfortunately, You don't believe that you're worth loving. Whatever blocks or challenges exists, you have to take a moment to honestly assess them. Only then can you begin to work on them and work through them. So if you're ready to do that, you will do yourself a favor and you're going to find a therapist or a coach who can help you clear out the cobwebs of your mental and emotional clutter 
so that you can develop self-esteem, healthy boundaries, and have a relationship of your dreams. Now back to my client. So I told you about my client who, you know, talked about she broke up with this guy. Fast forward 10 days later from this half-baked breakup, her boyfriend calls her up and apologizes for all the things he said. And my client immediately put one leg and three quarters of the other leg back in the relationship with the snap of a finger. She said, everybody deserves a, ch- a second chance. The trouble was that this was not the first time that they had broken up or that there had been discord. In fact, their relationship had been riddled with dysfunction. But look, it was her life and it's not my job as a therapist to convince any client to adopt my way of thinking. My job is to show my clients a different way of thinking that aligns with their ultimate goals. My job is to show my clients how conflicted they really are about how they show up in their lives and to help them see how their choices and decisions lead them down a path that isn't in the direction of their ultimate life vision. My job is also to show them how everything in their lives, everything, is a reflection of how authentically they're living their lives. Each relationship you have mirrors who you are, even though you are with a completely different person in each relationship. Most people don't realize that though. They just experience people and relationships as if they are not the common denominator. And that's where I come in. So I am the truth teller. Um, I am a very straight shooter and thank God spirit uses me as a straight shooter because that is how I help people most. But just like the evil queen in the movie Snow White, she looks in the mirror and asks, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? And the mirror answers back with the name Snow White, not the queen. I don't mind being that mirror for my clients. In fact, I actually kind of love it. It allows me to help my clients quickly see what they're missing when it comes to resolving their challenges. So I ask my client, tell me what are the conditions under which you're going to let him back into your life, given what you've already told me about him and what you ultimately want for from a relationship. She looked at me just perplexed, like her, her eyebrows furred up. She says, what? I don't don't know what you mean. What, What do you mean my conditions? Very few people think about these questions when they reunite after a breakup. I know back in the day, I didn't. Most times there are apologies that are exchanged and pseudo forgiveness is given, but rarely do couples take the time to make new commitments to each other and clarify their deal breakers and upgrade their standards. You see, the goal in dating smart is for you to already be clear about your dating standards, what you will and won't accept, as well as what problem uh, resolution really looks like for you. Not just sweeping something under a rug, but what it means to truly resolve something. You've got to lead with your standards and expectations from the start. And unfortunately, many do, uh, and their expectations are high, but their standards are very low. So it's very difficult to get what you want when there's such a discrepancy between uh, standards and expectations. So most people, like I said, you know, they're not feeling very confident about themselves, so their standards are low. The bar, bar, so to speak, is quite close to the ground, and there is little that's required of a dating partner to be in a relationship. It's kind of like, well, if I find somebody, I find somebody. I don't have to have standards. I told my client that this decision to reenter the relationship with this man was a real pivotal one. 
And because she came to me to become more confident and certain about her decisions, this was the golden opportunity for her to begin her skill building. And she became very uncomfortable. She didn't realize how important this was because it was just kind of par for the course for her. She hadn't done a lot of thinking about or intentional thinking about how she really wanted her life. She just knew she wasn't happy and knew that she had a hard time making decisions and taking action. So I asked her these questions Uh, and I was thinking about these things. What was her motivation to take this man back so quickly? What had he done that showed her that he truly understood the error of his ways? And what plan did he have to repair them, to fight for her, to honor her and to love her as she needed? What could she take responsibility for when it came to the dysfunctional dynamics in the relationship? And what was her plan to resolve those things within herself? What was her plan to make sure that she was re-entering the relationship with higher standards, standards that made her man work to be with her, and where she only dated men who would be honest, mature, goal-oriented, and marriage material? Considering all these questions will give her the opportunity to really think about the impact of this decision on her life now and in the future. And, you know, it's you as the listener, if you ask yourself these questions, they're going to give you the opportunity to assess how smartly you're dating these days, as well as how you're showing up in your current relationships. If this man was in fact not her ideal mate, what was she forfeiting now if she took him back? And why was she risking missing out on the more ideal mate in the future to stay in this one that really wasn't good for her. I gave her homework. She was to take some time to answer all of these questions that I posed to her. And when we would meet next week or the next session, she's going to share her thoughts with me. People date and re-enter relationships for a variety of reasons. Loneliness, immediate pain relief from a breakup, fear of being alone, hope that their partner or their condition, the conditions of their relationship have all of a sudden radically and suddenly changed, they, they might go back for financial security, for fear that they won't find anyone else, and a plethora of other reasons. We have all been motivated by one or several of these reasons at one point or another to stay in relationships that aren't in our highest interest. I know I have. Uh, and until you become clear about who you are, And what you want in your life, you will fail to have any kind of romantic relationship that you desire. And you're going to fail to develop high standards for yourself in your life. And I promise you, every single relationship you have, if you do not get clear about who you are and what you want and own it, it will reflect your lack of self-love. Anyone who struggles to find happiness in their romantic relationships is struggling with self-love and deserving this issues. If a person is clear about what they will and won't accept in their lives, they will not experience inner conflicts in relationships, nor will they choose dating partners that are less than what they know they need and deserve. Period. I can say that with personal authority, and I can say that with professional authority. Think about it this way. If you crave pizza from your favorite restaurant, and you go there, and they serve you something else entirely, Or they give you most of the ingredients on the pizza, but the ingredient you were looking forward to most wasn't even on the pizza. Would you really be truly satisfied? 
wouldn't you want you wouldn't you send it back or wouldn't you get a new pizza when you want what you truly craved same is true for romantic relationships granted they're not pizzas but they're important right so what the hell are you accepting less than what you deserve less than what you want why are you settling seriously i want you to think about that there's no difference between your favorite pizza and your best romantic match right? You're not going to be satisfied until you have someone in your life that gives you what you want and what you need. And you won't be satisfied in your relationships if you aren't your own, if you're, if you're not living your best life, if you're not your own best life partner. That means you give you what you need first before you look for somebody else to give it to you. Okay. So how then do you date smart? cultivate self-love, have high standards, and develop the belief that you deserve the deepest, most amazing, heart-stopping, life-changing, most delicious love you could possibly find? I have a few tips. Here's the first one. Get clear about your ideal mate. Now, whenever I talk with my clients, I do this exercise with them, all these steps. This one is very, very important, okay? No one and no relationship is perfect, but you can have a clear intention about your perfect partner and put it out into the universe for manifestation. It's called a love list. So you would write your love list, okay? And what I want you to do is when you do this, get your favorite notebook or get some uh, pieces of paper, whatever. Maybe put some nice music on. If you like to cocktail, have a glass of wine or not. Put on, like I said, nice music. Shut your phone off. And take your time to get into the space, the knowing, and the feeling of your perfect mate. And what I want you to do is on the top of the piece of paper, I want you to write, I only want a man or woman who is, okay? And everything after that is only positive attributes in all the five spheres of life, emotional, how you want to feel or how the person is accessible emotionally, psychological, what you think, beliefs, what the other person thinks and believes, physical, how the person looks, height, weight, eye color, hair color, um, uh, sexual and romantic um, matching, you know, uh, whatever it is, how they value health, do they exercise, those kinds of things, how do they eat, right? Financial, you want to talk about, I only want a, I only want a man or woman who is financially stable, who is responsible, who, is, who uh, will be able to share their money, who, who is uh, open and expressive about their money. And then the last section is the religious slash spiritual. So you want to be able to say, gosh, I only want to date somebody who's Jewish or Catholic or Buddhist or spiritual. Somebody who, you know, maybe belongs to a unity church, right? Um, Somebody who believes in God, maybe somebody who doesn't believe in God, whatever it is, write down your ideal mate. You can write down somebody who lives 20, 30 minutes away, who's of X culture, you know, whatever it is, write it all down. You can make columns where in each column, I only want a man or woman who is, who's smart, who's compassionate, right? 
who is uh, emotionally available, who is monogamous, who likes to dance, who is financially stable, who is driven, uh, who's passion-filled, family-oriented, who loves sex, loves dancing, um, who values family, um, all of these things, who knows how to share their feelings, who's confident, whatever it is, write that down. That's your love list. Okay. Then what I want you to do is once you're done with that, there's no right or wrong way, but fold it up and then go put it away, uh, in a place that you'll forget about it. The reason why I have my clients do that is because you want to be able to just have, uh, whatever feelings you have about that, put it away and give it to the universe. The second tip is that I want you to identify and eliminate your fears and limiting beliefs about yourself and your relationships. Okay. Rumi is a 13th century Persian poet. He is absolutely one of my favorite poets to read. His, his wording and imagery is, is just so deep, but he wrote, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. It all comes down to you. And sometimes when you've worked so hard and you're at a really good place, just understand it's on divine timing. You can't control when you meet somebody, when you meet the right person. So it's often our limiting beliefs and worst fears that keep us playing small in our lives and in our relationships. And if you don't feel confident that you can handle your greatest fears in your relationship, or you believe that you don't deserve the best in life, I really urge you to seek counsel from a therapist or a coach to help you become more confident and capable because it all comes down to you. You are the root of all of your interactions. I'm not saying you're responsible at all for other people's behavior. I'm saying what you experience has to do with you. So why not tweak and, and fix and sharpen and get healthy all those parts that you feel aren't. Step three, stop looking for someone to complete you and become everything you seek, please, because no one can ever do that. When we seek in someone what we must cultivate within ourselves, we're never going to find what we're looking for. Be what you seek, y'all, and you will attract what you desire without effort. It's, it's a given. It's a law. It's like if, if, you truly believe that you're successful at what you do in your job, you're going to bring in more business. If you truly believe you're confident, if you truly believe you're lovable, if you truly believe that, you know, you're not meant to be alone, you're going to follow your hunches and, and follow your guidance to continue to sharpen and be happy. Just have fun and happiness in your life. And that light will draw all the right people into your life. The last tip I have is ultimately commit to the one who will love you back in the way you need to be loved. Real love is about putting your partner first. It's about anticipating and meeting your partner's needs, giving and receiving love, complete trust, full partnership, total safety to be completely vulnerable, and knowing that both of you, you and your partner, will wake up every single day of your life together making sure that you do whatever it takes to love, honor, and support each other. That is a tall order, and there are people out there who have the capacity to do that. 
what I need you to know is for you to get clear about your intention, to get clear about who you are, to know yourself well enough to know that you can stand on your own in or out of a relationship. Look, dating isn't easy. It kind of sucks to be very honest with you. It really, really does. Until you find that person, you know, it can seem daunting to choose the right partner and find the right person. But unless you're clear about who you are, what you will and won't settle for, and that you love yourself enough to only accept what you know you deserve, you'll continue to feel as though history keeps repeating itself. Look, if you'd like to change your life and live more authentically and figure out how to date smart and what is getting in your way, I would love to help. In fact, I offer a complimentary breakthrough session to those people that are ready to change their lives, and I'm offering that to you today. So reach out to me either through email, Janice at JaniceRCohen.com, or call my office at 404-558-3971. If you'd like a reading around any issue, love, money, relationships, health, or business, contact me. I do these readings all of the time, and they're so powerful. Even a 30-minute reading will help shift you in ways that you didn't even imagine. So reach out to me at Janice at JaniceRCohen.com or call at 404-558-3971. I'd love to give you the divine wisdom that can help you along your path. Wishing you a wonderful day, a blessed week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes. 